Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 393. There is no question that in order to feel happy and to have a happy marriage, one needs to develop in themselves a certain Simcha Sachayim, to understand what makes you happy, to pursue happiness in a healthy way. And you can't buy happiness in a mall, not with a price, but the problem is a lot of people believe that happiness can be purchased. And they spend money trying to attain it, and very often people confuse monetary pleasure to true happiness, and that's understandable when people were very, very financially tight or lived in poverty, and then Baruch Hashem, things got better and they got an inflow of money, and, 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 and it does provide a lot of relief there's no question about it, not underestimating that whatsoever. But the danger zone of that is you start believing or comparing in your head that monetary pleasure and true happiness are connected. But simcha, true happiness, is not something that is transitory or connected to things or even to money, but it's something inside, deep in a person that's there constantly. What happens is, is if you get um, the think that you can depend on happiness, on money or possessions, then you become addicted to that rush that you get when you buy a new pair of sunglasses, per se, or a new car. And when that rush is over, you need to do something else to bring that back. And at the end of the day, it's not measured by what you can buy and what, or, or even what you could accomplish. So Rebuy Kenyonim, an excess of possessions... Still, if there's something lacking inside, it's going to be lacking. Now again, to put it in healthy perspective, there is an Indian, when you buy something new, you make a Shechayonu. Or when you have a good food that you want to buy that's delicious, you buy it for Shabbos. It says a dira na, a nice home, widens a person's state of his das, and so on. So the, all these aspects are true, and the Torah gives that to you. But the Torah, when it's telling you this, is also telling you that it is an emtsoi, it is a means, it is a means to get you to there, but that's not what the inner simcha is. In other words, for example, when you buy that beautiful, tasty thing, the covered Shabbos, and when you see it by the Shabbos table Friday night, it enhances your simcha by seeing that physical thing. Or on Yontem, when you buy a new suit or a new dress and you make a Shechayonu on it, and or have in mind the Shechayonu on it, the second day Yontiv, whatever it is, and you enjoy it, yes, it helps, and it's an impetus to get you to that. But the Torah is also saying, though, it doesn't end there. You That helps you tap in to the inner panemius, the inner aspects of true Simcha Shabbos and Simcha Yontiv. That's spiritual. You're just using a physical means to get to it. And that's the same thing with money. Sometimes, yes, in certain modes, you buy yourself a treat or you, you, you do something that's pleasant, that's marchiv yadas, fine. But the idea being, though, is that that in and of itself, if you become addicted to that aspect, that you always have to buy new things to feel that satisfaction in you, then you know you've took, taken it too far because, you, like we said, become addicted to that rush. In, instead, you need to have a certain inner happiness that is within each other's reach. Now, are there people that could have chemical imbalances or certain disorders that hold them back from feeling inner simcha? That could be, but then again, 
you speak to Baruch Hashem these days, you have professional from therapists that are able to help with those type of things. But in a general healthy human being, happiness is within a person's reach. And self-esteem is a big aspect of having happiness. We're shaped very often by our childhood or our upbringing or our family structure. And it helps us deal with life's challenges. But as adults, we need to know and work on things that are will help our self-esteem. So Rabbi Tversky, he wrote a book in, in the 80s called Let Us Make Man, Self-Esteem Through Jewishness. Uh, through CIS Publications, out of print. I once had it, and I, I gave it away, I think, or whatever it is. But eventually, I'm, I want to repurchase that book because it had tremendous, tremendous concepts in there. And he said as follows in that book. He said that people who suffer from low self-esteem, unless they do something about it, are usually not upbeat or joyful. And understandably, they suffer from what is popularly known as identity problems, feelings of worthlessness, that are devastating, depressing. And it it becomes evident that self-esteem is essential essential for simcha. Self-esteem is essential for happiness. And the things that strengthen the self-esteem, having a good marriage, having a good career, having a nice lifestyle, that produce long-term happiness... And But if you do not have that self-esteem, then even if you have these things, no matter how much you have, you will not be happy. So what he says in this book, Rabbi Tversky, that self-esteem and happiness are interdependent. And he says that I'm not saying that long-lasting true happiness comes from material success alone. I am convinced that a spiritual dimension with a sense of real purpose is very important. And he said that spiritual joy is dependent on a feeling that one is worthwhile, that one has a purpose, that there is a significance to one's existence in the universe. So in other words, this concept of Bishvili Nivra Oilam, God gave you he, he, he had you be born on this earth. Birth is Hashem saying you matter. Like we said, Rabbi Jacobson says in his Towards a Meaningful Life book, that line, birth is God's way of telling you, you matter. And this idea of having meaning, a sense of purpose, that builds your self-esteem, because God is interested in you, and that ultimately brings to true simcha. Because people with a positive self-image, and again, it's a misconception that it's anova to bash yourself. It is not. Arrogant people bash themselves a lot. A positive self-image, Moshe Rabbeinu had a positive self-image when it says it was anamikol adam. I'm not going to get into that now to explain that, but that's just a fact. People with a positive self-image are more likely to take chances, deepen relationships, to learn, to grow, And people with low self-esteem will have trouble forming close relationships. That's why low self-esteem could harm marriages. And in order to heal marriages, you need to heal one's own self-esteem and to build oneself up in building your confidence. It's the basis of happiness. It doesn't make a difference whether you are poor or not poor. You could be poor and very happy. You could be wealthy and be miserable. 
And again, we're not disclaiming this idea. We said this many times that it is an Esoyen to be in financial difficulties. But your Simcha is not dependent on the financial difficulties. It is sometimes harder to cope, yes. But the truth be told is that the panemius of it is there are a lot of poor people that are very happy because they worked on it. They see it from a healthy, fresh lens. And you need to understand that. A big part of this, especially in today's society, is kina. Because what we do is often is we tend to judge our worth by other people's parameters. We look at somebody else's job, somebody else's family, someone else's house or car or health or status or fame as a measure to our own. It's a natural tendency. And Rabbi Aaron Lane talks about this. It's a natural tendency, but not a productive one. It's a, it's a counterproductive one. Our self-esteem will fluctuate depending on our feelings of achievement and success at the moment. And if you compare it always to others, you will fail at that. It depends on your perception, your mindset, your heart, which is really what Chazal said in the framework of Ezu Usher Hasameach Bechelkai. And so on and so forth. And there's a famous there's a story about a famous actor who made it to the top and then committed suicide and he left a suicide note. In the suicide note he wrote, I thought I made it to the top, and I thought once I made it to the top I'd be happy, but when I got there, there was nothing there. In other words, he thought that if he had fame and wealth and everything money could buy, he would be happy. And when he had it all, he realized that it didn't fulfill him and he wasn't happy. And he took his life. So when we say that we are pursuing happiness, what we're saying is we're looking for things that will help, intrinsically help our self-esteem. And since our self-esteem is dependent on our possession perception of our self-worth, if our self-worth is tied to how much money we have or how much physical possession we have, or our physical accomplishments, then our happiness will hinge on what we have rather than who we really, really are. And why now 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 important point to understand is is Hashem made this this way for a reason and we need to understand it. Why did Hashem make us this way? In other words, why did Hashem make human nature that we always need to yearn more and feel not satisfied, and it is hard work to get us to be sameach bechelkoi, to be happy with our lots. Why is it so hard? Why couldn't, wouldn't it be better if Hashem would have just simply made in our nature to be happy the way things are? Why do we have to have that pull to pursue happiness? And the answer being is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his Chachma created human beings with the need to accomplish. So that because he's a toivamative, because he wants to bestow good, so he wants you to benefit of the good, and the best benefit of the good is that you should feel that you earned it, so it shouldn't be nahamadichi sufa, shouldn't be bread of shame. And also, if we had no need to produce, the world would not advance. People would not feel the need to invent, any, invent anything, to create anything, to better societies, to build bridges, to find cures, and so on and so forth, to, to have beautiful roads, and, and all everything else. They would be satisfied just with the simple things in life. The fact that we feel fulfilled when we create and when we achieve and we reacquire and when we invent is necessary both for the individual person and for the world. 
That's why when Avram Avinu passed by, the, the, as much as, as evil as Erev Sknan was in their depravity, there was one Midah that, at least initially when he went by, that he saw that he said that this is a worthy Midah, is the fact that they toiled and worked for their labors and felt a certain accomplishment by doing so. That's part of being human is to accomplish things. But the problem is, is we need to make sure that our self-esteem is not tied to the material possessions or physical accomplishments, but to be be'etzem happy with our lot. So it's a, it's a paradox. On one hand, we need to grow and grow and not be satisfied with status quo, but at the same time, with that being said, we need to be happy with our light, with our lot. And it's clear for the Torah that self-esteem is necessary for life. And when self-esteem is at its peak, you can have a great marriage, you can feel alive, and when it's crushed, that happens in marriage also, and it suffers greatly. This that it says, by the way, that ani chashiv kemes, right? A poor person is, is like a dead person. According to most mefarshim, it does not mean in money. Some say, yeah, because you can't do mitzvahs with it, but really it's not about money. The key behind it is you could be a billionaire and be an ani in your brain and you're, you're kameis. When a person is poor, his self-esteem is more easily shattered and this can, can be compared to being dead. But on a deeper level, wealth and poverty are in the person's perspective. It's totally in the thoughts of a person. And when a person in Yiddishkeit is poor, he he is he he and he's happy with his lot. He's an oisher. He becomes rich. He's not kames anymore. In other words, it's not the material wealth that brings the contentment, but your outlook as to what's really important in life. So, if you have a healthy self-esteem, you are rich and you are alive, no matter how many or how little material possessions you actually have. And if you feel unfulfilled. And you don't feel you don't feel that you're you're activating your potential. You don't feel you're achieving your life's dreams. Then you have it. You're like an ani, a poor man, and which is kameis. So people who have that feeling of dissatisfaction or chronic unhappiness means that they don't feel they're fully living, and they need hatracha to work on achieving what they need to achieve in life, to grow in what they need to grow in life, and that is why as part of the self-esteem that helps marriages and that helps your life overall is to try your best to live each moment for everything it's worth and to infuse meaning into your life. And that's what true intelligence is, is the ability to put meaning into your life and to have healthy thoughts in your mind and to develop a structure in your mind to build your mind and to build your heart. And when you choose going forward to build and think, reject the thoughts and emotions that are not good for you and accept the ones that are and embrace them, it becomes a very pleasant experience, a very exciting mahalach in order to build your self-esteem, in order to grow, and in order to heal which is not just helpful for yourself, but is helpful to your marriage with your husband or with your wife. And that is such an important yesoid that we're going to talk about Hashem, a lot in future shiurim. That's very, very important. 
there's a certain self-acceptance that you need to have. We talked about the paradox of saying, I am, ha- I am accepting myself, but I can change. You accept yourself that you're a worthy person, and you choose to accept that because HaKadosh Baruch Hu put you on this world, and He gave you Etzelam Alikim, and He gave you a Nefesh Anishmas Yisrael, and therefore you are holy, Be'etzem, and therefore you have value, you have worth. But now that you know you have that, this intrinsic worth, now you say, I am going to build on it, and I'm going to work towards not making excuses, but working towards to show and express that worthiness that I actually have, that I actually need, which means no convenient scapegoats blaming other people and no avoiding behaviors um, that are, you know, that you need to act like, no self-pity or, you know, compassion on yourself, but not the pity party that makes you freeze and not do anything and to grow and to build and to love yourself and love others and work on that self-esteem. So we talked about it. We have Shiorim on Fridays, third safer result, Pliskin self-confidence with others that talk about self-esteem. We'll talk about it here too. It is very, very important for a happy marriage to do that. So the idea, again, is, is to learn how to be Sameach Bechelkai, to realize, yes, material goods sometimes is needed, a new um, peri for Shechayanu, a new dress, a new suit for Shechayanu, um, nice Shabbos begadim, a, a, a nice apartment, yes, but not to get addicted to the rush of constantly needing to buy things or material possessions but to ha- learn how the panimi, the inner concept of being happy with your lot, and sameach bechelkai, if you're sameach bechelkai, your self-esteem will rise, because self-esteem and happiness are interdependent, like Rabbi Torsky said, and the Kaddish Baruch will help us all, it's something we need to dive in for, and then develop, do the shtadlis, and develop the skills in order to be matzliach, and when we build our self-esteem within ourselves, we become confident husbands, confident wives, and our marriages get enhanced, and it influences our children in the most positive ways, and you end up with a beautiful family with the Shechina being Shaira with you both, and the HaKadosh Baruch bless us all with this special Matana, that it's all within our hands. Hashem is giving to us and is telling us that you can do it, you need to put in the effort, but it is doable, it is reachable for all of us. Bracha